live from an undisclosed location, this is the Gribble Nation Roadcast. Hello, and welcome to an episode of the Gribble Nation Roadcast, powered by Anchor FM. Uh, this is Doug, and I'm uh, here to talk about, you know, on this uh, latest episode of Fresh Drives, what I did on my summer vacation is probably the best way to put that, uh, because it's I actually was looking and I actually have not recorded an episode myself uh, since March, so I guess this is the, is the beginning of season two. I know summers, like spring and summer, is usually when I like to spend more time outside, and the fall, and the fall and winter too. But you know, I it's darker earlier, so I have a little bit more time to do things. Um, you know, basically with, uh, you know, basically you know, producing, uh, you know, podcasts and you know, blog articles and you know, doing things on Instagram and Facebook. Um, you know, basically during the months where there's less sunlight, that's the best way to put that. And I guess, you know, you can consider that, you know, a new season. Uh, but I figured the best way, you know, basically to just kind of get back in the podcasting thing is talk about some of the trips that I've made over the past, uh, I really, um, I was going to say during the summer, but I actually want to talk first about a trip that I took at the end of April. Um, and basically, you know, at the end of April, I went out to Oregon, uh, and I spent a few days in you know, exploring Southern Oregon, even went to Northern California a bit, and Central Oregon. Yeah, so um, I was out, you know, my family out in the Salem, Oregon area that I do visit occasionally. And so what I did is, you know, just one day I went uh, out east towards the Dalles, you know, basically up to Portland and then east of the Dalles, took a little bit of the historic Columbia River Highway uh, through Mosier um, and Rowena. That's basically, it's east of Hood River, you know, west of the Dalles, um, and took that part, basically, you know, stop the Rowena, que- uh, Rowena Crest, not Quest, <laughs> um, and, um, you know, took some pictures there. Then headed out to the Dalles, you know, drove through the town, which is something I had not done before. And it's your typical Western uh, town. But, you know, the Dalles, of course, you know, has a lot of history as far as, you know, basically, you know, people coming over on the Oregon Trail and deciding if they were going to, uh, like, ford the uh, Columbia, basically deal with the Columbia River or take the Barlow Toll Road. If you remember playing Oregon Trail back, you know, when you were in elementary school, which... Someone my age, yeah, that would have been something you did in elementary school. Like, oh, we're playing Oregon Trail. Um, I died of dysentery plenty of times, and, and cholera too. <laughs> uh, but this is 2021, and you don't really have to deal with that, hopefully. Um, so, you know, from the Dalles, what I did was I actually went and clinched US 197 you know, from end to end. Um, you know, basically drove up the few miles into Washington state and then, uh, turned right around and went back, uh, south. Uh, so basically, you know, I basically drive up the hill and into, you know, first it's a lot of, uh, you know, basically fields, farms, uh, it's closer to the you know, Columbia river. So it's 
and it was spring. So it was still, you know, pretty green out there. And then you get, you know, further south, you can start to see, you know, Mount Hood in the distance. And then I, you know, I did a detour in, I guess it's pronounced Tyg Valley out to the White River Falls on uh, Oregon uh, Highway 216. And then from there, went back on 197 south, went through uh, Malpin, and then basically eventually uh, took that to where it ends at uh, US 97 um, in the, well, middle of nowhere is the best way to put that. <laughs> and then he you know, drive through Madras, and then you know, basically stopped at uh, the uh, Crooked River because there's a scenic over uh, scenic. Uh, viewpoint, the Peter Skinogden was a, um, he was like a trapper or um, frontiersman. He, he came over, uh, you know, quite early in, um, you know, Oregon's uh, history. Um, and uh, basically you can, you know, walk along the old, uh, there's an old bridge that US 97 used to take before they built the new bridge uh, just to the east of it, which is what you would currently drive. And then, yeah, basically from there, you know, went through, uh, you know, Redmond and you know, down at a bend, you know, took the, uh, the bend parkway detoured a bit to see the last, uh, blockbuster video, um, on earth, which, uh, somehow is in bend. Um, and they make a big deal out of it. It's, uh, basically you can exit off 97 and then, you know, drive a few blocks East. It's on Historica route 20. Um, so if you're a, uh, you know, follow the Historica route 20 at all, um, you know, basically, um, that's a nice little stop along that highway, but back on a 97 from there, uh, what I had noticed is, you know, going south of Bend, you know, looks like they were expanding, uh, the four lane highway a bit, um, you know, basically down towards, you know, the Newbury, uh, Newbury Volcanic Monument. Um, and then you know, I wanted to drive a little bit further east. Um, you know, basically there's, um, Topolina Creek and then you, there's a couple lakes you can, you know, go and see, but of course it was the end of April and they hadn't opened everything yet. Cause you know, my understanding is they're waiting for the snow to melt. So it was back in 97, took that all the way into California, barely into California. Um, is I took uh, 161, which uh, basically is kind of a state line highway. It's really, I mean, in parts, you know, kind of border, basically you drive across the border, but it's pretty much, you know, in, in California. And then I, you know, detoured down into, down California Highway 139 a bit, uh, just to uh, clinch uh, Modoc County. And then, you know, basically turned right around, you know, basically to the farmland, you know, basically then up to up, uh, 139, then Oregon, it's, you know, highway 39, um, you know, until I got into Klamath Falls, I took, uh, 60, uh, Oregon highway 66 across the, uh, Cascades from there. And then basically, you know, that way, you know, you crest, uh, cross, you can see mountains like Mount McLaughlin. You can see the distance. You pass by the old Applegate Trail, and then you you know descend down the mountains. It's kind of like a long, windy pass, but it's beautiful, especially at sunset, which is when I wound up taking it. 
um, you know, basically and wound up in Ashland, which is uh, where I stayed uh, for a couple nights when I was, um, you know, in Southern Oregon. I found a uh, hotel that would actually let me swim in a pool, um, <laughs> which is something I like to do at the end of the day. Um, if I'm on a road trip and, you know, I have time and what have you, it's um, a nice way to, you know, kind of, you know, de-stress, you know, and basically just, you know, relax for a while. And then the next day, uh, you know, basically went to Ashland. It's a, Ashland's a nice uh, little town. You know, basically there's a Southern Oregon University there. Um, so it's, you know, got a lot of, uh, you know, it looks nice. And then, uh, you know, the downtown's pretty neat too. Then I took uh, old, uh, you know, Oregon 99 up to Medford uh, from there. Um, and basically you pass by, um, you know, like Talent and Phoenix. I know that there were um, some, you know, wildfires a um, couple, year, couple years ago and actually like leveled parts of the town. Um, and you can see, you know, where everything has been cleared out. Um, you know, so basically it's something I know with... Um, a lot of the wildfires, you know, you had this year, you know, Washington State, you know, California, uh, you know, basically just you know, seeing things like that, you know, kind of hits a little closer to home. We don't, you know, we do have wildfires in the, in New York where I live, uh, not that often. Um, you know, basically it's, you know, much, it's a different climate here um, and you just don't see um, wildfires unless there's like, unless there's a serious drought, which, does happen. It happens here. Um, I remember Sunrise Fire um, on the Long Island Pine Barrens in uh, like 1995 or so. And uh, what happened is that, you know, the fire actually jumped Sunrise Highway. Um, but, you know, that's something that you normally don't see. But back to uh, my trip. So I went to Medford, you know, went around downtown, you know, saw that a little bit. Um, it's a town, <laughs> it's a small city, but you know, I, you know, it's something I've been around Oregon a lot, but I hadn't really seen Southern Oregon. So I, you know, wanted to explore different areas and that's, so I did go into Medford. Uh, from there I took, it was, it's the Rogue Umpqua Scenic Byway. So you take Highway 62 up, you know, basically towards Crater Lake, but not necessarily to Crater Lake. Um, and so, uh, you know, what I did, you know, I had taken, uh, you know, 62, I went past Lost Creek uh, Lake, stopped there briefly to take pictures of the bridge that 62 uses to cross over. That's actually part of the Rogue River there. Um, and then from there, you know, continued on, I uh, detoured into Prospect. Um, so I um, also like you know, waterfalls. So I was able to see a couple waterfalls. Um, I did a little hiking there. And then, um, you know, Prospect, there's a bridge that goes over the Rogue River. And I think it is part of Old 62, but I'm not 100% sure. But, you know, it's nice, nice older bridge. Um, I have pictures of it eventually. One of these days, months, years, I have a lot of things to write about. Um, but today we'll talk about that. So, you know, continued up 62. Then I stopped, you know, there's a Rogue River um, 
gorge viewpoint, you can see like an old alignment of the Crater Lake Highway, which is part of 62 is part of. Um, and there you can see the gorge. Uh, Tom, I think, recently uh, wrote an article that included that. Um, so that's something that, you know, you can go to gribblenation.org and uh, read about. I didn't continue on to Crater Lake this trip. I've been there before, but I didn't need to go uh, this time. I just wanted to take the uh, scenic byway. So I took uh, Oregon Highway uh, 230 up. Um, you know, I saw, I saw, you know, basically you know, drive you know, into the mountains. You can see Mount Thielsen pretty well. And, you know, that time is the end of April. So, you know, still pretty uh, snow covered. Um, once I got to Oregon Highway 138, I started going west. And, you know, that's a nice drive, too. And that's, you know, to me, that's part of the, you know, scenic byway that I really liked. I stopped at, you know, some waterfalls. There's Clearwater Falls. There is Watson Creek Falls, which is, I think, the second or third tallest uh, waterfall in Oregon. It's been a little under 300 feet high. Uh, and then uh, Tokachi Falls, which is a waterfall. I've seen a lot of pictures of, um, you know, there's a, um, I'm on a uh, you know, bunch of waterfall groups online and on the Pacific uh, Northwest group. You know, I see a lot of pictures of Chokadee Falls. So I wanted to go see it myself and that's a little hike. And, you know, basically you, you know, hike about eh, say about a half mile each way to uh, the viewpoint. And you can see like the basalt columns all around the waterfall and, it looks really neat. There's a lot more waterfalls there. If I had more time to explore, I would have, but I've really only had um, the day to do things because uh, I really only took, you know, like three and three or four days to do everything that I wanted to. You know, there's a lot of covered bridges I didn't get to, but, you know, I did see quite a few covered bridges as well um, on different parts of the trip. So, the uh, Rogumqua Scenic Byway, it takes you to Roseburg, which you know, has a lot of um, old, old Victorian houses. Um, it has, uh, basically, if you go a few miles north, um, you'll go to see the Winchester. Uh, basically, it's the bridge on Old 99. It's the Robert Booth Bridge, uh, but I think I call it the Winchester Bridge because it's right next to Winchester Dam. And you know, that is, I think, the longest bridge along 99 in Oregon over the North Umpqua River. I took, uh, you know, I-5 South. I took that to, you know, past Myrtle Creek. I took that to Canyonville. In Canyonville from there, there's an old, you know, it's a county highway. It's called the uh, Tiller Trail Highway. So it goes, you know, from Canyonville. So it'll go, you know, past some bridges. There's a, um, covered bridge near the Milo Academy. It's actually, it's a private covered bridge, but you can, you know, see it right from the highway. You can stop, take pictures. And I took that to Tiller, uh, which, you know, has an old uh, ranger station and a, um, like a lookout house on that. And that's actually, it was really neat to see. Um, so I, you know, seen a lot of fire towers, but you know, the, way that some of the uh, fire lookouts are built, you know, further west, you know, on the west coast are different. And actually, you know, if you continue on, it becomes after Tiller, uh, Oregon Highway 227, and take that to trail, actually takes you back to um, 
Oregon Highway 62 uh, north of uh, Medford. But I decided to go back to I-5 and then basically take that down. You know, basically down, I stopped, I detoured in Sunny Valley and saw a covered bridge there. And then I basically went past Grants Pass and then Rogue River I stopped. And I took 99 for a bit instead of I-5. And then I went through Gold Hill, you know, basically uh, saw you know, more bridges, Rock Point Bridge, which is an old, another arch bridge that was built. I think Condi uh, McCullough, um, who built a lot of the bridges along uh, US-101 and was involved with like, the St. You know, John's Bridge in Portland and a number of other historic bridges in Oregon. I think he designed those too. Because uh, it was around the same time, you know, basically 20s and 1920s, 1930s, when he was really involved in Oregon. Uh, it's actually it's my he's actually my favorite uh, bridge uh, bridge engineer. Um, you figure, you know, basically being from New York, it would be a little bit you know different, but no, it's him. Uh, anyways, uh, next day, I um, you know went back to uh, Ashland, stayed there overnight. First thing I did was drive down to Eureka on I-5, Eureka, California. That's not Eureka, the one on the coast. It's in the, That's even spelled differently. It's Y-R-E-K-A. And then I was going to take uh, California to 63 back a bit, but that was actually uh, closed and detours. I had to go back on I-5, and then I took the old... Um, Old Pacific Highway, which um, basically south of Ashland, back into Ashland. Then continued up to Medford, took Oregon uh, Highway 238 west from there. So we went to Jacksonville, which is an old, uh, old historic town, which is actually really interesting to see. And then I continued west to Rutch, and then from there I went south on a county road to the McKee Covered Bridge, which I actually just wrote a, another article in Gribble Nation Org about. Um, and that is one of Oregon's oldest uh, covered bridges, built in 1917 over the Applegate River, which is, my understanding was named after a different Applegate, named after Lindsay Applegate, who was, you know, did a lot of mining in the area, as opposed to Jesse Applegate, who, you know, basically was the one who created the Applegate Trail, which was Kind of a southern offshoot of the Oregon Trail slash part of the California Trail. That's uh, that's another thing to uh, go read about some other day. But back from there, it took 238 to Grants Pass, and then you know basically with Grants Pass, um, you know basically drove around there a little bit. You know, got some pictures. You know, there's some old signs, interesting signs, light up signs, the Caveman Bridge. Um, there's something with Grant's Pass and Cavemen, which is like a, I think it was like a civic organization uh, when I was reading about that. And then I took uh, US 199, which actually was the first time I had ever been on that highway, and then clinched the whole thing into California. In Oregon, it's, you know, basically it's just a standard road. I mean, it goes, you know, near the Oregon Caves. Um, you know, it's a national park or national monument. Um, I had, you know, no real inclination of going there. 
you know, it's actually, it's a national monument. But, you know, based in California, that's when the road gets a lot more interesting. And basically you go through like, a, a, it seems like you go through like a river canyon and then you go through the Redwoods, which um, actually around there, that's um, the Redwoods is, you know, basically where they film parts of one of the Star Wars movies. Um, I think. And then basically, I think that's, you know, with the Ewoks and, you know, the planet Endor and things like that. So you got the tall trees. And of course, from there, you know, basically took 101 up. I've been on 101 through Oregon, but of course, there's always new things to see, you know, things you might have missed the last time. So I figured I'd drive up 101. Of course, there aren't many ways on of crossing back to I-5 unless you drive and basically through the middle nowhere forests and get lost or there's like one road you know basically you know once you get closer to uh coos bay i took um you know 101 up uh basically you know past towns like gold beach i went in a little bit to uh lobster creek and then there was like a myrtle tree uh trail but so i did that you know because i'm like oh let me you know basically explore a little bit in that area then you know to the north had some nice clam chowder in port orford um at a restaurant there and then continue north through bandon i uh, got some pictures of the uh lighthouse there the uh Co- i hopefully i'm pronouncing it right the coquille river uh lighthouse and then uh from there continue 101 for a bit but i took i there's a Charleston abandoned scenic byway, which I wound up taking to Charleston instead. And, you know, basically stopped and got some pictures of Charlie the Tuna uh, on uh, Highway uh, 540. And then it takes you back into Coos Bay. And I got some more pictures of bridges, you know, basically around Coos Bay and then started getting dark. Um, I actually stayed in Florence that night, which actually kind of set me up nicely for the next day because I wound up um, waking up first thing in the morning and uh, driving up to the Hasita Head Lighthouse. You can actually hike up to the lighthouse, which I didn't do when I had visited um, you know, that area a number of years ago. Um, so that was a nice little treat, but you know, back down into Florence. And then you know, basically took some pictures of the Suslaw River Bridge and then took 126 into Eugene. Um, and from there, you know, back up to Salem. Um, I did a little, did a little bit of exploration on 569, which is the, uh, Randy, uh, Pape belt line. I guess there's like, he does like, um, like construction manufacturing equipment. And he has a belt line named after him. And I did, you know, and then, um, around Eugene, there's also a lot of like little, like county route, county roads, like the Northwest Expressway, which I drove, which isn't an expressway in other terms. I think it's basically it's kind of semi-limited access, but not really. Um, but did that, then went back up to Salem. Uh, of course, you know, I took another trip out west, um, which we'll uh, hear about in just a bit. Uh, 
this is Doug, and we are back uh, to talk about what I did on my summer vacation. Uh, basically, this is the, uh, I like to call it the West Coast edition, because we talked about Oregon and uh, a little bit of California. And now we're going to talk a little bit about Washington State. So I actually went out to Oregon in the middle of July again. I uh, had a family reunion, um, and from there I decided, oh, I'm going to take a few days and head up to uh, Washington State. Um, I'd been to the uh, North Cascades, you know, last summer. Um, I was actually, you know, able to escape um, New York and for a little bit, anyways. And I liked the area, and I wanted to go explore it again. And I had the opportunity to do that again uh, this summer. Um, so uh, what I did, I basically did a few things around the Willamette Valley and out the coast um, before then. So I went to, you know, out, you know, towards Drift Creek Falls and the Cascade Head um, viewpoint, um, which are near Lincoln City on the coast, and then to the Nesquin Ghost Forest, which is also not far from uh, Lincoln City. Um, I guess there's a theme there. Um, that is a place I do often find myself winding up when I'm in Oregon. So, uh, but anyways, uh, back to Washington State. So I went up, um, you know, and took you know, I-5 up from uh, Salem to north of Seattle. Um, so you know, went through Portland, you know, basically you went know, through Washington State, Tacoma, and then of course through Seattle. It was a Monday morning after rush hour. Roads were fine, but when you're getting north of downtown, um, you could start to see, you know, basically they're building, uh, they're building light rail um, along I-5, so you can see that, you know, basically, and I think it's going up towards, let's say, want to say Northgate or Everett or something like that. I'm not too familiar with that project, uh, but I do know that they are building it north, north from Seattle, and I guess it's going to be a um, good thing for, you know, the Seattle Creek and Seattle Kraken. Uh, players who are going through between downtown and uh, the training facility, which is in Northgate that they built for the team, for the uh, new NHL team. Uh, but I took that to, I think it was um, 525 Washington State, you know, Route 525, uh, which is the, uh, hopefully I'm pronouncing this correctly, the uh, Mucatello uh, Speedway. Um, and you know, basically there's a, uh, from there, from Mucatello, you know, there's a, you know, it's probably best known for a lighthouse, which you can see from, if you're taking the ferry to Whidbey Island, which is what I wound up doing. That's um, a neat little place. And I definitely, you know, I went there last year, went there this year, and I certainly would go there again. That seems to be a, a place that I hold in high esteem, which is, yeah, pretty nice. It is a uh, nice, quiet. It's close enough to Seattle, but you know, it's, there's a lot of different things going on there. So I took, you know, 525, took that tw uh, to 20, detour to Fort Casey, which is a nice, uh, you know, it's an old uh, fort because uh, they built a bunch of forts, um, you know, to kind of protect Seattle um, and Puget Sound. So there's one in Fort Casey. Uh, further north, there's Fort Ebby. Um, and then on the other side in Port Townsend, uh, there's Fort Ward, and you can go explore these forts. You know, there are state parks now. Um, took that up, 
uh, basically went there a little bit. And then back on 20, took that up to a Deception Pass. And then, you know, from Deception Pass, you can, you know, basically walk along the beach and you can see, uh, you know, basically, you know, some nice views of Deception Pass. Right now they're working on the bridge. Um, it's a multi-year project. So I saw a lot of scaffolding on the bridge, but, you know, it's nice views of the bridge, you know, especially if you go, you know, west. Um, probably see them on the east as well, but I didn't really go in that direction, so I can't really say for sure. And then uh, from there, you know, basically went up to Anacortes. Um, there's a um, mountain there, Mount Erie, um, which is near Lake Erie, um, which we'll be talking about probably in the, you know, I'm thinking there's going to be a second episode of what I did uh, during my summer vacation, um, which focuses more on things I saw in the east. Uh, but for now, back to the west. Um, so I did that, and then... From there, I, uh, you know, headed out to Burlington, uh, which is where I stayed for a few nights, Burlington, Washington. Uh, I detoured down to LaConnor, and there's a arch bridge it's called the Rainbow Bridge. Uh, someone had uh, pointed that out to me a few days prior, so I actually you know, had the bright idea of, of oh, I'm going to go, uh, you know, basically get some pictures of this bridge. And uh, LaConnor's a nice little town, too. Um, I didn't really... Um, spend much time, you know, basically exploring Will Connor, but, you know, it's a um, nice area. Uh, definitely, if you're in the area, definitely worth checking out the Rainbow Bridge. And it's, it's a nice little arch bridge. And then the uh, next day uh, from there, uh, basically from Burlington, I uh, basically took 20 for a bit, and then up uh, State Route 9 up to 542, uh, which 542, that takes you to uh, the Mount Baker uh, wilderness and basically the Mount Baker ski area. Um, you obviously, don't doesn't take you to Mount Baker, but yeah, basically it takes you some nice views of Mount Baker. Uh, but what happens, we went up, to, uh, went up to Heather Meadows, which is a parking area. And then from there, I actually walked uh, the last, say, couple miles or so of um, 542 uh, to Artist Point. Uh, what had happened was there was, I mean, they typically it's a road that doesn't open up early. They wait for the snow to melt. A lot of in, in July, a lot of years, you know, basically the road is open um, to the top, but not this year because they. I guess there was a retaining wall that part of it had collapsed, you know, over, like last year. Uh, and they noticed that when they were closing it and they were doing, and they weren't going to open up that last part until they fixed the retaining wall. So I actually got to clinch a um, highway by walking a couple of miles. <laughs> I'd say it was uphill both ways, but no, it was downhill. Well, uphill only one way and downhill the other way. Um, but from there, you get some nice views of Mount Baker and Mount, um, you know, Mount Shuskan? Shuksan is S-H-U-K-S-A-N. And you can actually see some glaciers off the mountain. It looks really neat. Um, I actually think I liked Mount uh, Shuskan 
think actually that's how you pronounce it, I think. A little, the views from there, I liked a little better than Mount Baker. Mount Baker, maybe it was more haze, um, probably because there's more melting snow or the direction I was looking at, because Mount Baker's to the southwest where I was, where Mount Chuscan was basically uh, right to the east. Um, that area, you know, like a few weeks before, um, was when you know, I had those like multiple days in the hundreds and up in British Columbia. That's you know when they uh, broke the Canadian uh, high temperature record in uh, Lytton, um, British Columbia. Um, but Mount Baker, because there was a lot of snow over the winter, actually retained a lot of its snowpack, which um, basically is um, you know part of you know basically why there was so much snow. But um, did that, you know, basically, you know, 542, um, it's the Mount Baker Highway. Actually, it was, you know, very scenic. Uh, you go through, like, there's a waterfall that you um, detour near there um, called Nooksack Falls. And there's some waterfalls that you see uh, for Galena Creek, you know, right off of 542. Um, I uh, thoroughly enjoy driving 542. And if you're... In that part of Washington State, I think it's Whatcom County, um, the northwestern part of the state, and then you have Skagit County to the south. That is um, neat to see. And I took 542 uh, back out to Bellingham, uh, Washington, and then I-5 it you know back to Burlington. Um, and then I-5 actually, you know, my understanding is that part is the only part of I-5. You know, which really goes through the Cascades. A lot of it kind of goes through more through foothills or, um, you know, basically through valleys, troughs, things like that. Um, and then it goes along like Lake Samit, near Lake Samish. It's a very uh, scenic part of I-5. Um, but, you know, next day what I did is I went out to the North Cascades National Park, which is... Um, Definitely something I would recommend seeing you know, if you're in that part of the world. Um, it's actually one of the lesser visited national parks in the country. Uh, and also it is, I mean, basically to just to visit, it's free. Um, I think, you know, basically if you're doing camping or something like that, you probably have to pay. Um, but um, basically just to see Diapolo Lake or... If you're going to go up and see, you know, like Ross Lake or something like that, um, that is uh, free. Um, I definitely would like to go back there someday. There was a lot of things that I wound up missing um, because I thought, I, oh, I was going to see them on the way back um, because of, you know, basically, you know, I was doing some hiking in the area, but I thought I'd have, you know, a little bit more time. Uh, speaking of that, so I took 20 out to Washington Pass, which is uh, one of the you know, highest points of Washington State Route 20. Um, east of there, there was actually a fire uh, between Mazama and Winthrop, which actually closed the highway. My original plan was I was going to stay in Okanagan uh, that night. But you know, basically, because there was only like one way, one route out, I had to double back this is another reason I'm like oh i need to make time uh because i had to take 20 back you know actually took it to rockport then i took 530 through uh darrington which is apparently where Bar bob barker was born um many years ago 
and then basically went out towards Everett and then had to take two out to Wenatchee and basically went through Stevens Pass, which is very interesting. Very interesting. It was a little more than I thought it would be. Um, Basically, it was... I thought it was going to be kind of like a narrow road, but like, no, it was like two lanes each direction. And, you know, I made it in time to pick up dinner in Leavenworth, which is a east of Stevens Pass. And that's a uh, town where basically they decided, oh, we're going to uh, basically uh, make it look like Germany. So basically, I apparently stopped in Bavaria for dinner. <laughs> It looks just like Bavaria. It looks more like Bavaria than actual Bavaria. Uh, I've been there too, so I can kind of vouch uh, for, you know, basically kind of what it looks like. Uh, but Leavenworth, you know, is neat. Um, there is, of course, you know, that's along the Wenatchee River um, or the Icicle, Icicle River. It's the other one that runs through there. Right School Creek. Uh, and then from there, um, you know, basically took uh, two out to Wenatchee. There was another uh, wildfire, you know, that was, you know, in the hills, you know, north of Wenatchee that you can see from uh, US 2, which um, I don't think that, you know, basically was a short lived fire, but it was kind of creepy and creaky at the same time because you actually see the fire as you're driving down the road. It's like, wow, like that, that's close. Uh, but, you know, fortunately that didn't um, throw a wrench into her, into my plans. Then I went to the Grand Coulee uh, Dam because uh, that's neat to see. But what I did was I took two to 172 to 17 to 174 um, for, you know, the Washington State Roots. One, you know, like in a lot of these roads, you know, basically what you can see, you can see all these boulders um, that are, you know, basically everywhere. Like, you know, there's small rocks, there's large rocks, there's rocks that are the size of houses or um, maybe the size of your bank. Um, there, so you see a lot of that. Um, and uh, what happens is, um, you know, there was these floods, the Missoula floods. There was Glacial Lake Missoula, you know, from the Ice Age. And, you know, when the ice dam would break, all this water, you know, would stream down through Washington State. You know, basically it's the uh, channeled scablands and uh, the Palouse, you know, basically you see the ripples. And, you know, basically it's, there's a lot of uh, interesting geological things that are going on. Um, like there was Dry Falls, which is, much bigger than Niagara Falls. Apparently it was the biggest uh, waterfall in the world, but, you know, basically the water was coming down, you know, basically, you know, the Columbia River or uh, prototypes of the Columbia River, um, you know, basically uh, at 65 miles an hour, you know, from what I had learned. Um, apparently there's, you know, podcasts and things about that that I uh, need to go uh, listen to at some point as well. Uh, when I have the opportunity, but you know, it's for being uh, kind of like in the middle of nowhere, you know, basically, you know, fields and you know, flat other than these um, boulders, you know, kind of gives you a little, um, you know, conversation piece like, oh, what am I looking at? So went through the Grand Coulee Dam, 
saw that, you know, basically the uh, visitor center was open, uh, but they were not doing tours. So, um, you know, the second time I've been there um, and I did not get to see, uh, you know, basically it's actually, it may have been the third time I've been there, uh, but I did not get to see, um, you know, go in and, you know, take the tour of the dam, which may have been interesting. Um, that's actually, um, does a lot of hydroelectric power for the West. But I took 155 down uh, from there, which is part of the Cooley Corridor. Um, I did write a uh, blog article about that a couple of years ago um, on gribblenation.org because I took it northbound. This time I took it southbound, 155, and then I got to Cooley City, and I stopped to Dry Falls, which is, you know, there isn't much of a waterfall there anymore, but you can definitely see, you know, where the drop was. And if you have any interest at all about, you know, geology or history or just want to see some neat looking scenery, um, that's definitely, you know, worth, you know, seeing is Dry Falls. But you take 17 down, basically goes through like the canyon that, you know, basically the uh, water used to rush down through Soap Lake and, um, you know, basically down in Moses Lake, which actually um, there are signs for historic US-10 in Moses Lake because, you know, that's where US-10 used to go through before I-90 more or less um, replaced it. Um, and then, yeah, basically continue 17, uh, Washington State Route 17 South, basically through Othello, and then down to uh, US-395. Uh, kind of went around the um, Tri-Cities instead of going through them. I actually um, had been dealing with insomnia, which continued dealing with it until August. You know, long story there. I'm sleeping a lot better now, thankfully. Uh, but what I did was instead I took 12 and then um, took 12 to 730, US 730, which I needed to clinch, and I got the full clinch. And then basically back to Oregon from there. Um, so what I'm going to do is actually, you know, have a uh, second podcast on some of my Eastern uh, travels for the year and basically talk about what's next. Uh, so on that episode, I'll be talking about going into, you know, basically Cleveland, Ohio and, uh, you know, basically uh, the Virginias, you know, West Virginia and traditional or regular uh, Virginia the original the OG Virginia and then into uh, New England and uh, what have you uh, but I hope you enjoyed uh, you know hearing about what I did during my summer vacation um, and uh, we will um, you know hear from you soon Thank you for tuning in to uh, an episode of the Gribble Nation Roadcast. Uh, we hope uh, you get to listen to us again soon. Have a good one. <laughs>